If you're ready to mine for the gold in your content and you're looking for the best ways to do it and you have questions, I am so glad you are tuning in live today to catch this Q&A session with me. Have you ever felt like there was something missing in your business? Something holding you back from the success you're seeking? If so, you are not alone. For nearly 20 years, that's exactly how I felt as a business owner. It wasn't until I discovered human design that it all became clear. And it turns out that I was the missing piece in my own business. Join me on this journey of discovering the real me and hear stories from other business owners building businesses around all of their awesomeness. I'm Young Pratt, and it's time, my friend, to amplify your awesome. Hey everyone, welcome. I'm Young Pratt, host of the Amplify Your Awesome podcast, and your host is here inside the arena of awesome, where we work together to create more awesomeness to share with our communities. So today is a special day because we're answering questions from the community. Over the past couple of weeks, I've been coming in here live to do recordings for the podcast. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, definitely let me know down below. I can share where you can do that. It is available on all major podcast players. So whatever your favorite is, you can just search up my name or amplify your awesome and you will be able to get new episodes pushed to you automatically. So you'll never miss a thing. So today I wanted to, to come here and do a live Q&A because I know when it comes to repurposing your content or as I like to call it, mining for the gold in your content, there's a lot of questions, a lot of um, misinformation out there, a lot of things that make people feel overwhelmed with this process. And I have to say that it really is not nearly as overwhelming once you know some fundamental things. So if you are hopping on live and joining me in the arena of awesome while I record this and you have further questions, let me know down below. I'm happy to answer them for you. And if you're on the podcast and you have follow-up questions, come on over to the Arena of Awesome. It's my free Facebook community. I'd love to have you over there answering your questions, helping you out, because when it comes to gold mining and using gold mining and the analogy to really dive into your content, it is literally one of my favorite ways to do it. And this idea of repurposing runs really deep with me too. It's not just in my business, not just with my content. I actually love to look at really old things and see if I can make them new again. So that's just something that I love to do. My kids now do the same. We love to go thrifting and finding things that we can repurpose, give something a new life versus going to buy something brand new. It's kind of a fun process for us. If you're joining me live, let me know who you are. Say, say hello. Also put your name in there uh, because unless you've already allowed Ecamm Live to use your Facebook account, I won't be able to see your name. So I see a comment saying, hello, hello, please let me know who you are. I'm not able to see anyone's name at this point. So let us dive in. Oh, you have a lot of questions, just not sure you can think of anything now. That's okay. 
as we go through these questions, you may actually have more questions that pop up or cause you to think about things in a new way. So I welcome those questions as well. So let's dive in. We have quite a few questions. The first question comes from Kelleen. And Kelleen, your question was, I think I'd like to know better. I'd like to be better aware of the ways I'm missing doing it and using it. Yes. So when it comes to repurposing, there are so many ways to slice and dice this. If you joined me a couple of weeks ago, even last week, I used this analogy as well about the chocolate bar and the M&Ms and how you can take your big form of content, whether that's a blog, whether that is a podcast, whether it's a video. And if you open up the packaging, there are squares inside to share, and then you can share even smaller bits, those M&Ms, right? So it really is a matter of a lot of different things. So when it comes to repurposing, I would always say the first thing you want to consider is why do you want to do it? Why do you want to repurpose? I know it's kind of a buzzword now to repurpose your content, but what exactly does that mean? Why do you want to do it? Do you want to engage with more people? Do you want more people to see your stuff? Do you want more clients? And I can guess that your answer to all of those is, is yes, absolutely. I want all of those things. So think about, first of all, why you want to do it, right? It's kind of like the old analogy of going on a road trip. You could get in your car and drive aimlessly without a destination. And while that might be fun for a while, at some point, you kind of want to know where you're going. So you have an endpoint, you have a destination. And content repurposing is very much the same. So I want you to look at your business and ask yourself some questions. What am I launching or what am I going to be sharing soon? How can I use the content I already have to guide people to that endpoint? For example, if you have a new course or a new membership opening up soon, how are you going to get them from each point of getting to know, like, and trust you? You want to move them along this relationship, right? Right. You really need to give them a map or you need to be aware of the map so that you can guide people to the right destination. So really thinking about what that is. And then once you know what that destination is, what you're doing, what you're launching, what you want to offer, then you can go back and look at your content and say, do I currently have something in my archives that can help people get to that destination? Once you have an answer to that question, if you have things in your current content, then I want you to ask yourself the question, can I take little bits of that content to guide people and leave them a little trail of goodness to get to that thing? So it really is not a matter of not seeing opportunities. It's really a matter of thinking long term. And I know sometimes when it comes to goal setting, I can be a little bit not focused on that. So I would say this is a challenge for myself too to think about where it is you want to take somebody. Look at the content you have. How can you break off little bits and leave them little guideposts along the way to entice them to want to do that next thing with you, whether it's a membership, a new course, a book even, whatever that thing is. And then just open your eyes to being aware of how can you build a relationship? Can you build a relationship with somebody by giving them more information? Do they need more touch points? Do they need fewer touch points? So there you have it, Kelleen. I hope that answers your question. It really is just a matter of what is the end result? And you can let me know in the comments underneath the video too, 
what is the next thing you want to launch? And then we can kind of backtrack from there and talk about what you already have, because I know, Kelleen, you are somebody who has massive, massive, massive volumes of content. And you probably could stop creating content right now and have so much for years to come. Even if you offer people those whole chocolate bars, those big pieces, you could guide somebody to pretty much anywhere you wanted, right? But if you were to be strategic about which chocolate bars make the most sense or which chocolate squares or which M&Ms make the most sense to get them to where they want to go. So it really is being open to seeing the opportunities of how can you create a better relationship? Because I know, Colleen, you work on marketing and business and you said everything is marketing. And this is no different. Repurposing your content is marketing your business, but it's being strategic about building those relationships with the right people to help them on the journey that you've laid out for them because you've seen what that journey looks like and you're literally able to reach your hand back to them and say, okay, here's this first piece, here's this next piece, and then follow along until they ultimately become a a client, a collaborator, or someone that you can have a connection with to work on things together in the future. All right, so Kelly, that was for you. All right, so Lynn wanted to know about drumming up traffic. So traffic is a very, very big topic, right? There's lots of ways to drive traffic. So Lynn my first question for you would be, where do you like to hang out? Where are your people hanging out? And how can you use those two platforms, and maybe they're the same, to drive more traffic? And that is kind of like I shared with Colleen about leaving the breadcrumbs, right? If you think about your content in terms of this gold mine, right? You have this, you've amassed this massive amount of gold, these little gold coins over the years of being in business. Or if you're just starting out, your pile could be smaller, but guaranteed you have a lot of those little gold coins you can give out. The more you're able to share with people these little coins and and leave these little guideposts for them, it's gonna help you get more traffic to where you want to go. So let me give you an example of my focus for quarter two of this year. So my one focus is on the podcast, right? And I do have the podcast recordings, many of them, well, actually all of them are recorded live on video. I don't always share them live, but they're all recorded in real time. And I have the video content, right? So, but I'm gonna focus mainly on my podcast. And I want more people to be able to find the podcast. And as a fellow podcaster, I know that you also want more people to do that. So if I am able to share with somebody, you know, a little minute or two of a podcast episode to entice them to want to listen to more, that's a better plan than asking somebody to listen before they even have had a chance to really get to know you and understand what you're all about, to listen to 30 minutes or 40 minutes. That's a pretty big ask, right? I know this analogy gets used a lot, but it's like the whole world of dating, right? When you go on a first date, you're likely not going to ask someone to marry you. I know in some situations that probably has happened, but for most people, you need to have a lot of dates to finally decide that you're going to, you know, the person that you're dating is the person for you, right? So you want to make sure that you're really taking the time to offer little bits and pieces and give 
you know, a small little chunk and then another little chunk and another one so that they see what you're about. Because I can tell you right now, as much as I want to be everyone's cup of tea, I definitely am not, right? And it's the same for all of us. And I know the former people pleaser in me is kind of cringing a little bit at that statement because I've always been, up until this point in my life, kind of one that never wanted to rock the boat. I never wanted to push people to one side or the other. I wanted to kind of be on the straight and narrow, not not cause too much friction. But I realize that it's okay that people don't like me. And in fact, if they if they tune me out and do things like unsubscribe from my list or stop listening to the podcast, that may be a good thing because it's going to be those people who follow me for the long haul that listen to episode after episode after episode that those are the people who are likely going to come into my world and want to do more work with me and with you, right? And the stats on podcasts in particular are pretty massive. Most people, I think, listen to 80% of a podcast, right? And most of them listen repeatedly and they listen to multiple episodes. So a podcast is a really, really, really powerful way to share your message and then use little bits of that message to drive traffic to the podcast, right? That's a specific thing I'm going to be working on this next, this next quarter. And I'm going to use two different things to do that. Number one, I'm going to use Pinterest as a traffic driver to my group and to the podcast, right? I'm going to do those things. I want people to come here in the group. And yes, I want them to listen to the podcast. And part of being in this community is being able to to see the video versions, often live, of these podcasts before they're released to the podcast audience, right? So it's definitely a, a fun way to show people the benefit of being here because they get that before anybody else. So it's kind of a fun way. So I'm going to use Pinterest to drive traffic to my website, to the group, to the podcast, lots of different places. Driving them directly to the podcast is a little bit tricky because as marketers, we're not able to see actual numbers on podcasts at this time. So I would rather send them to my website, which invites them into the group, then they're going to hang out here or invite them to the group. And then on the other way, invite them to go check out the podcast, right? That way I can, can kind of control where they're going and I can actually quantify those numbers. The third thing I'm going to work on is this Facebook group. I know we're, we're small and mighty right now, yet I want to see more people in here because I know that so many business owners need to really embrace the idea of content repurposing, digging into your content goldmine because it is so powerful and it is so often overlooked because we are, we've been told for years and years and years that you, know, you, you need to create content all the time. You need to create more of it. It's the whole thing I call the ABC content philosophy. Always be creating. And it certainly is a myth. It is definitely not something that I want you to subscribe to because it is exhausting. It feels like you're a hamster on a wheel, always running, running, running. And, you know, if you get going too fast or you get tired, you kind of get flung off. And then you have to crawl back on and do it over and over again. So we want to avoid that. And by digging into the content you already have, picking out those gold nuggets and sharing them in different ways and in different combinations as people 
spend more time with you, that's going to be the best way to drive traffic. So, Lynette, I want you to think about what is your traffic, what is your, what is your traffic strategy? Where do you want to drive people to or from? What are you going to focus on to get more traffic? Is it going to be a platform like Pinterest? Let me know when you come back and, and rewatch this video what that looks like for you. That will help inform how to get more traffic for your podcast or for all the amazing things you do, like your, your brand new book that you just launched. So there you have it. If you have more questions about that, let me know. I'm happy to come back and answer any further questions you have. Okay, and I had the opportunity to, to chat with Antoinette yesterday. We met inside a human design community, and we've stayed in touch since we've known each other in that group. And it was so fun to chat with her to see what she's up to. She's doing amazing things. If you are a podcaster and you need someone to manage your podcast, she definitely is someone that I would highly recommend. She can take that off of your plate. And that's always a good thing when you can delegate things, right? And again, I'm speaking out this out loud because this is something I need to do myself. I need to let go. I enjoy this process. It's fun for me to go back and, and do things like getting all the podcast assets ready. However, at some point, I really do need to let go of that so I can focus on coming here live, doing more interaction with you, creating content because I love that, and putting more systems and processes in place on the back end so that I can bring more people into my business to take over doing the things that are not really driving the business forward necessary, yet I don't need to be doing right. They're not my my zone of genius activities. So at any rate, Antoinette and I chatted yesterday for quite some time. It was awesome to catch back up and she asked the question, and I wrote it down on paper, and I'm going to admit right now that I this is a bad habit of mine, that I will write things on paper and then lose the paper. So Antoinette, I apologize if this is not your exact question. However, I remember from our conversation that you were curious to know, is there a best type of content to repurpose? And Amy asked a similar question in, in the sense that she asked, What's the best way to tackle repurposing? And Amy, I know you're someone who has so much content and that you could and should be repurposing, but I'm not sure how to break it down and decide what content goes where. Yeah, so these, these questions are, are, are very closely related. So is there a best type of content to repurpose? So the short answer is no, because I know that everyone here creates content differently. Some of you like to blog. Some of you like to podcast. Some of you like to do video. So there's not a best, like overarching kind of content to repurpose. There's only the best for you. So the first thing I want you to do is decide what is your medium going to be? What do you want to focus on in the next quarter? Pick one medium, whether it's a podcast, a video, a book, whatever that is, pick one for 90 days and do a little sprint, right? Do, focus on that for three months and then add more as you go along. And then, so there's not really a best kind of content to repurpose. If you do have a lot of content like Amy does, the one strategy I would have you go do is take a look at the analytics. Did you get a lot of comments and engagement on certain types of content or certain posts? Did you get zero engagement? Did people share? Did people ask questions? So go back and take a look at the analytics, first of all, because I, I know, Amy, you're, you're very analytics-driven, 
you like to look at those those stats. So this is a great place for you to go back and say, okay, my goal is to find five pieces or maybe 10 pieces of content that I can repurpose. I don't want you to look at all of it because it's super overwhelming. I know when I start to look at all the content I have to, there are days too when I, I, I want to kind of run and go the other direction because it's so much. So start with five pieces that are relevant to where you want to take your people next. If you're going to do another group program, if you're going to do some writing workshops, do you have five pieces of content that could help the people you know you want in those experiences? Can you pull those out and then start chunking off little bits of that content to sprinkle out to them? And that could be in your emails. You could sprinkle a little bit on your podcast and drive people back to, you know, that the podcast show notes that links to an episode or a blog post you already wrote, right? There's some ways we can do that here. But just pick five to start and figure out how those pieces can help people get to the next level. And I know, Amy, as a quilter, there's probably a lot of quilting analogies that are the same with writing. Like they're, even though it's a different medium, it's kind of the same end goal. So I'm sure you have a lot of those articles too, a lot of those life experiences that you could share that will help people in story form understand better where it is you want to take them or where you want to guide them next. So that's going to be my best recommendation for someone who has a lot of content or maybe you're just starting and you're wondering, what do I repurpose first? If you're just starting out, I would say, think about, again, what people engage with. Have you looked at the analytics? And also you wanna think about what did you love teaching or what did you love expressing the most? That's really going to inform what you wanna repurpose. If you did a podcast episode, and I know there's a lot of podcasters in this community, if you did an episode and you loved it, plus your audience went crazy for it and there was a lot of engagement and a lot of questions and a lot of people hitting that blog post or that Pinterest pin to go back to the blog post, use that and create more of it because success really does leave clues. So if you know that something's gotten a lot of traction and then you have a couple others that have gotten so-so traction, not as much, go back and... See if you can take that apart. Why was it successful? Was it the topic? Was it the way you presented it? There's so many different ways, again, to slice and dice this whole idea of content repurposing or content gold mining, as I now like to call it, right? Because we all have this gold mine sitting at our feet or underneath us from things that we've created over time that people still need to see. They still need to hear it. It is still relevant today. So think about, think about that. So Amy and Antoinette, I would say choose five, five, maybe three, maybe five. Choose what feels good to you. You know, make sure you're looking at those analytics. Make sure you're looking at the things that you loved to create and people really resonated with. Start there and then take little bits of that and share it across social media. Pick, pick a favorite platform to engage with and a favorite platform to drive traffic. That would be my recommendation for any of these strategies. You want to focus on those things consistently. Because I know it's really tempting, even for me as someone who has been repurposing now for a very long time, 
that you have this feeling of being wanting to be everywhere because you have so much content. What happens though, when you start putting content on all these platforms and you're not actively engaging on these platforms, it kind of falls flat, right? It's like the post and ghost. And I still will admit, honestly, that I sometimes do that. I'll, I'll forget that something is scheduled and I'll forget to go back and engage with it. So it doesn't do as well as I would like to do. So whatever you're going to choose, make sure you're consistent with that. All right, and so the one, the one final question I wanted to address is from uh, someone who is a dear friend of mine, Hanny Mora. He is the softwarepreneur for my favorite repurposing tools, three of them that I use that have helped me save so much time, energy, and money because he helps me to automate so much. So Hanny, his question was, why isn't everyone doing it yet? And I responded back to him, saying, yes, that's exactly what I think because the one thing that I dislike about content repurposing, content gold mining, is that it breaks my heart to see entrepreneurs out in the world, coaches, course creators, creatives out in the world, continually creating all this content, getting burnt out, and then at the end of the day, no one's seeing their message or, or connecting with them. But what if you could just take one piece a week or one piece a month and sprinkle that across social media, how much time and effort and heartache would that save you if you knew you only had to focus on a couple of things, one great piece? And I'm gonna recommend one thing a week, whether that's a podcast, whether that's a video, whether that's a, a blog post, one thing a week, and then use that, break those chocolate squares and those M&Ms off that big piece of chocolate you've created and sprinkle that out. And don't forget to recycle it. Just because you shared something this week, it does not mean that everyone who follows your Facebook page or is in your communities will see it. Organically on this platform, on your pages, it's likely that only one to 3% of people who actually follow you organically see your content. So if you want more people to see it, and you're not ready for ads yet, that's okay. I want you to just remember about sharing what you already have. You've already spent so much time creating this content. Why not take little pieces of it and give people little tastings, little samplings of your wares repeatedly? So Amy, if you took five of your blog posts and you got five pieces from each of those. So that's 25 different things you could share. What if you share those 25 in this month and then another month from now, you share that same 25, plus you grab five more big pieces and share 25 more. Before you know it, you'll have so much content to share on all of your platforms and where you wanna hang out that it'll just be easy. You can schedule it all so you're not having to post on the fly, which again, I've been guilty of as of late as I have been experimenting with some new tools and some new systems and processes for myself. I've pulled back a little bit because I really want to give myself the time and space to make that happen and create something that feels good and works for me, right? And that's the biggest takeaway from all of this is that repurposing number one, doesn't have to be hard or complicated. You can start with a couple pieces and pull off a little chunk 
a few chunks from each of those pieces and share those on repeat. I use a tool called Social Bee and I can put things in the repeat pile. So things that I want to go out there, maybe I want something to go out every month about a particular podcast episode. I just know that I just put it into that into that folder and it will get repeated. If things are timely, I'll put it in a different folder so they only go out a certain number of times. But once you get a system in place that works for yourself, then that's where the real magic begins, right? So it doesn't have to be hard is number one. And number two, there is no one size fits all example or way to do it. I can share what has worked for me and I have lots of fails when it comes to this particular area of my zone of genius. But I can also share what works and then you can respond to that, you can think about it, you can try it for yourself because if nothing else, marketing and content repurposing, content gold mining is nothing less than marketing. It's all marketing as Kelleen says and it really is just a matter of testing. Try something for 30, 60, 90 days. Look at the results and then go back and refine that. And then you can keep adding more stuff. So my friends, I hope that answers your questions. Thank you everyone who submitted questions. Thank you, Colleen, Linan, Antoinette, Amy, and Hanny. I really appreciate you engaging and giving me so many questions to answer on today's live. I love being here with you guys in this community, being of service to you, sharing what is working here on Wednesdays live inside the arena of awesome. Again, if you're on the pod, if you're listening on the podcast, come on over to the arena of awesome. I'd love to see you inside my Facebook community. I do go live every week and it's just a fun place to hang out, get to know each other, get to meet your fellow content gold miners. Get the support you need because, my friend, you have a message to share. You were placed on this planet for a reason, and by tapping in and unearthing your content goldmine, there is so much, so much more, so many more ways for people to connect with you, to get to know you, to like you and trust you, and ultimately have you guide them to that next deeper experience with you. I know you can do it. I am cheering you on. I wish you the very best of luck on this adventure. If I can be in, of assistance in any way, please do let me know that. I also want to make sure that if you don't already have my toolkit, that you can go and grab that. Oh, you're very welcome. I need to conquer my fear of repurposing. Yes. And for a lot of people, a lot of people that I talk to, a lot of business owners, it does feel overwhelming. But start with one piece, one chocolate bar. Break off some bits, break it off into smaller bits with the M&M analogy, and then sprinkle that goodness across your platforms. Be consistent. Focus on one traffic driver, one engagement platform, and then your primary vehicle you're going to use to share your message. Okay, my friends. Thank you so much for being here live or listening on the podcast. I appreciate you. If you have any further questions, I'm here to support you. Drop them underneath this video and I will catch you all next time. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Amplify Your Awesome podcast. 
Let's continue this conversation inside my Facebook community, The Arena of Awesome, while it's still free and open to new members. Come share your biggest takeaways and ahas. Plus, every week inside The Arena, you'll get access to me, and I may even share content I don't share anywhere else. Until next time, my friend, go out there today and amplify your awesome.